Welcome to the AWE Podcast. This is Lashana Moyle, a licensed social worker. And this is Josh Van Zweeten, also a licensed social worker. Welcome, and we are talking about conflict today. Conflict. And, oh, yeah, so you want to fight? <laughs> Put up your dukes. <laughs> right? Put up your dukes. Here we go. <laughs> right? And that's oftentimes what we think about when we think about conflict is that we want to fight or that we want to... It's going to be a battle or it's going to be a war, right? We often think of conflict as a bad thing. Um, But conflict is really the signal that we get. And it's saying, hey, something's not right here. Something needs to change. You know, whether that's a level of acceptance, whether that's um, finding an answer that works for both parties, or whether it's maybe it's going against your values and you need to do something different too, right? So, um, really, it's it's a it's a call for change, something different. Yeah, yeah, that's great that you say that. So negative connotation to it, but yeah, I think of it as a mismatch. And if you think of mismatch, right, there was something trending, and it may still be trending, right, because I'm older. But my kids would wear socks that didn't match, right? Oh, so it was I remember a that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So not necessarily negative, right? It was trending. Right. It was cool. Sure. Um, but they just didn't align. They didn't look the same, right? So yeah. right. Yeah. Right. And it was kind of a conflicting pattern, if you will. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't always have to be bad. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about first, you know, sometimes conflict is unproductive. Yeah. Um, and conflict doesn't always have to be unproductive. But again, when I'm trying to prove you wrong and prove and you're trying to prove, you know, me wrong and I'm trying to prove me right. And you're trying to prove you right, right? Yeah. It, it kind of seems like it's confusing already. Absolutely. Right? And that's exactly right. So when I was doing a little bit of work on the episode, I thought of, when I thought of writing unproductive, unproductive conflict, I thought of something funny. Um, with Abbott and Costello, they used to do this routine, and maybe you've heard it on who's on first, what's on second. And they're bantering back and forth. And so they're talking about the names of the baseball players, but then he's like, who's on first? as it's a name but then the the other guy i don't know who's doing what part um but the other guy's like well who's on first and he's like well who's on first (laughs) right and no what's on second what's on second right so and then i don't know who's on third base and and they're pandering back and forth of this argue and it's a cycle right and they go on for a couple minutes and of course it's a comedy routine but um it's just kind of a interesting way to think about um how conflict can be a signal for un- if it's unproductive right absolutely if it continues to go in a circle with no resolution really we're we're not making any ground or any progress right right and mm-hmm. i think you're right yeah it's about when you're in that um place of trying to prove either you're right or somebody's wrong right absolutely nobody's ever going to align or match if you will because the point of it is to prove or disprove, right? And so, yeah, there's always going to be that misalignment with, which is in, unproductive, like you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Right, right. And many of the times we work with clients who um, have an internal conflict mm-hmm. that um, is unproductive, right? It's yes. based in this grand, elaborate story and not based in fact. And so we teach things like checking for the facts and writing things down to determine, you know, or to take the power out of the conflict and say, let's turn towards the answer, right? Because, yes. you know, there's a there's a story in AA where they talk about acceptance as the answer, but there's a line in there 
where it's um, talking about if you focus on the answer, the answer will grow. But if you focus on the problem, the problem will grow. Mm -hmm. And it's so true with internal conflict. Yeah, I say that actually probably daily to those that I work with about that whole piece of that negativity, right? And yes, it just grabs on and takes hold, right? It does, yeah, and <laughs> so, it loves it. It does. <laughs> it, it loves does. it. Conflict it, loves to be fed. Yes. Yeah. And so then, you know, getting anything in there that's positive, it just doesn't seem right. And it again, it's it doesn't align. And so that it, it goes right out the window and here we are again, back into that negative confliction of all those, all that turmoil, right? All that negativity right. going on. Yeah. Right. You know, we're talking about a, a friend, maybe, and <clears throat> I think communication in this day and age is is complex, right? Because there's mm-hmm. so many forms of communication. So, you know, some of the things that I hear sometimes with clients, too, is being left on red or left on open. Um, and then there's this internal conflict that starts, right? Like, do they like me? Do they really like me? And then it turns towards hostility and towards like, maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I'm a failure and it just goes and goes and goes and this anxiety just spikes up. That's so funny that you bring that up. Yes. The on red, I hear that probably daily too with individuals (laughs) I work with and you're right. It is, um, it causes people to question many things about themselves and um yeah i i find that very intriguing also that of course that's what you're seeing in terms of and you're right that does cause internal conflict and questioning of oneself and why and then yeah that anger builds right because the underlying stuff and so then we start to see anger and other emotions yep right right and then sometimes we damage friendships in that regard when it's not based in fact because i think our brains love drama because it's almost this protective mechanism right if i put a lot of drama around this i'm going to go into fight or flight or freeze and therefore i can you know push that person i can push myself away from vulnerability which we talked about last week and protect myself by putting myself into conflict with that situation if that makes any sense it does and then when that conflict is there and you're kind of protecting yourself as you're saying right then you are in the right right so we're back to that whole right and wrong thing but if you're right then they can be wrong and that helps keep that distance and makes you feel a little bit more confident in some of that decision making right right yeah that's where we teach grabbing that grabbing that story grabbing that thought writing it on paper and then examining it for the facts. Yes. Like what are, what's actually happening here. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's like, oh, the, the friend was at work and they were busy. And um, usually it's a simple answer, not all the time, but usually it is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's also this unproductive conflict and we've sort of, you know, there's this prove me right, prove me wrong. And then there's this no answer is found, right? And um, I put a little note in there, dishes, right? I'm with my partner and <laughs> we're like, there's a sink full of dishes here. And maybe I feel like, according to my scoreboard, because this is where it goes wrong, we start keeping score. I'm like, my hey. My favorite game. <laughs> yeah, right. You didn't do the dishes. Like, I always do the dishes. Like, always. And you never do the dishes. <laughs> right, right. And then what would you say? Well, I cooked. Right. Like, I always do the cooking, right? Yeah. Or I'm always taking care of our child, or I'm, you know, working, or, you know, you name it, right? Absolutely. So then it's more this, we jump right into, 
um, accusing each other and keeping score. Yes. And it's not towards this goal of a resolution or answer right. then. Yep. And we fall off off board arguing, right? Yep. And they're still dirty dishes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that already. <laughs> and you're going to do them, I suppose. <laughs> we'll have Lashana come right over to my house and say, hey, you get to do the dishes. You said on the podcast. <laughs> so how do we know if conflict is productive? Like, does that even fit in a sentence together? Conflict and productive. I think conflict and productivity are good because as we talked about if you're not if you're searching for that answer then instead of that misalignment then yes it's productive if you come to a place where you compromise or there's an understanding right absolutely that's productive and generally when there's compromise and understanding everybody's learning something yeah. which is very productive right right yeah. right and it's really on you know both participants in the argument right or in the Conflict, I should say, not the argument, the conflict, right. um, to work towards that revolution, or revolution. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. Resolution, right, is different than revolution. Yes. <laughs> right. But with resolution, right? So uh, I think it was last week or the week before, uh, LaShawn and I, and she doesn't know I'm going to do these things a lot of times. So, <laughs> right. Here's some Lashana. conflict brewing. Right, right. Here it is. <laughs> Let's fight. No, <laughs> Let's not do that. But we were, um, we're talking about, you know, something that was going on. And, you know, so I jump into my questioning mode, right? And didn't even, I just did that automatically, right? Because I didn't have the same experience with the person or whatever we were discussing and um she came to me i think it was maybe was it the next day or so or maybe even in the moment and you're like hey you questioned me i think we gave it several hours the next day yeah there was some time in between yeah yeah and i think we came to a resolution because i hope that i validated that and and yeah i didn't know i was doing that but i was and that's a good yeah because we were misaligned right there was something off there um and we took some time, right, and we revisited that, and we came to the middle, right? right. And we both, I hope, grew and learned from that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I've learned a couple different things, right? Um, but yeah, that that's very interesting. And no, I didn't know you were going to bring that to me. <laughs> right. How about that? How about just throwing, about that? <laughs> throwing it out there and seeing what we can do with it? Yeah. And, and But it is so true because, you know... <clears throat> In this moment, so I walked away from that conversation thinking that it was a productive conversation. I was Absolutely. helping Lashana see um, perspective, right? Yeah. And little did I know that Lashana went home and was processing that moment and um, potentially could have turned that into internal con- or internal conflict for herself. But she instead she came back and she said, hey, this is the boundary. This is what this felt like, right? Mm-hmm. And there... You know, I could have said, well, come on, like, you didn't need to feel that way. Like, you don't need to do that. Right. Um, but instead, um, I said, oh, I didn't know I did that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you're right. And I have a tendency to do that. I have a tendency to internalize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think, again, you know, um, in terms of relationships, right, and trust and vulnerability and all those things we've kind of been discussing these yeah. past several weeks, um, all of those things came to play there in terms of that conflict, if you will, and how then deciding to confront or not or um, 
maybe what the in other individual had at stake or, or where they were coming from, like you said, that perspective, right? right. Um, and acknowledging that. Like, for instance, when you're talking about that, I was left on red, right? Yeah. You're not yeah. really thinking about the other person's perspective, like you said. And right. so um, in this particular instance, yes, I, I had to, you know, take in some other things. Right. And, le- and let me know what was happening, right? So yeah. <clears throat> I can be more aware, right? And, and that's our answer that we've moved forward with. But it's important, you know, if you're feeling those signals come up or you're feeling that, I don't know, doubting yourself because of something, right? Usually it means that either I got to talk to someone, um, maybe I got to be vulnerable in a situation, or, you know, maybe I have to make a different decision, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and those can be hard things, right? Those are moments of vulnerability for ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's a good point, too, because like you were saying earlier, you know, if you if you're trying to prove yourself right or somebody else wrong, if you continue to not um, revisit that or review that, then you're always going to try to be doing that in that situation. You're always going to be trying to prove the other individual wrong or always trying to prove yourself right instead of finding a way to make the conflict productive. So, right. Right. How can we move forward together? right? Right. Does that mean we have to set our differences aside? Maybe. Does it mean that we have to find a resolution? Maybe, right? Does it mean we have to go different ways in different directions sometimes because we won't get along anymore? Yeah, that Maybe, can be too. Yeah. Yep. But the purpose is is that we focus on the we, right? If it starts feeling like me or I, mm-hmm. um, then it's going to be war, right? right? Or battles and battles and battles and battles and battles, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> you know, because pretty soon it's going to be like, well, um, you know, why don't you put the clothes away? I do the laundry and fold them. Why don't you put them away, right? And and why don't you clean the floor? Or you know, it can it just keeps going, right? right? And pretty soon it's like, well, last week I cleaned the floor and you didn't fold the laundry, and we got this giant scoreboard that has all these things attached to it. Yep. And we're not being productive because we're not focused on the we. We're focused on just me. Yes. Right. Yep. yep. And then there's then there's a winner and a loser, and that's yeah, that's not good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, you know, even if we have to part ways, right, because we can't agree on something, right, there's, you're, you're both a winner in the sense, right, Absolutely. because you, we can agree to disagree. Yes. Um, yeah. And come back sometimes if, if it's like, okay, I evaluated that for two years and now I'm back at it again, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And you're still learning from that. If Even if you do decide to part ways, whatever that looks like, you're still learning, right? Yeah. Um, and you take a piece of whatever that is onto the next round, if you will. Right, yeah. right, right. When the next stressful event comes up, you know, because we are faced with conflict, you know, probably almost on a daily basis. Absolutely. Right? Um, most of us are pretty good at finding answers. And in fact, our brains love to find answers, right? We're problem solving, you know, analytical and judgmental brains. So we love to find answers. And um, sometimes the answer is clarification, right? Sometimes I just need clarification. You know, if I was left on red. We go back to that example. Right. Or left on open. Sometimes it's like, okay, what what was going on? That kind of hurt my feelings, right? If the relationship is one that um, can be vulnerable and trusted, we should be able to say, hey, that kind of hurt my feelings. You know, and then LaShana could jump in and say, hey, you know, I was busy and I was doing this and and I forgot and um, I'm sorry about that, right? Yeah. And I think clarification is awesome. I think as therapists, we do that a lot too with the individuals we work with for various reasons, right? But also so 
there isn't that peace um, or that feeling of conflict right within the sessions that we have. Um, we clarify a lot to make sure, again, that we that there's nothing mismatched, that we're not misaligned with those that we are working with. Right. And so um, it's good in practice, um, I think, across the board, um, just mm-hmm. to clarify and and, and clarification offers a piece um, for maybe there not to be like that hostility piece, right? Hey, I'm asking a question here. I'm pretty, I'm pretty unknowing. Again, it, it does offer a little bit of vulner- vulnerability. Again, but um, it it takes some of that hostility and negativity away from it too. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah and all conflict, you know, will eventually lead to some sort of answer. Um, and sometimes conflict is pretty tough. But, and needed, right? Absolutely. But it does yeah. push forward change, and it's that signal saying something does need to change, right? Yeah. And we can see it all around us. National news or what, we can see it. Yes, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the things that, <clears throat> because our brains are so fantastic at um, being efficient and um, learning and, and growing and things like that, they and because of that efficient we like to label things right away right so um we're gonna play a little bit of a game here um and i gave Lashawn a tiny little bit heads up before this right (laughs) (laughs) just a tiny little bit of a heads up but we can with our brains automatically give things label right and when there's a conflict we tend to do that pretty quickly right and so what that helps us do is process through information faster so we can protect ourselves more, right? So let's play this little game. What, what okay. LaShawna has to do um, is say good or bad, and I'm going to name it an emotion. Okay. Or I'm going to say a word. Let's just say that because not Who's all of them are emotion. keeping score, Josh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm going to write down the score okay. she'll get them wrong. No. <laughs> okay, so I'm saying good or bad. You're saying good or bad. All right. Yeah, that's all you got to say. First thing that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Happy. Good. Mad. Bad. Sad. Bad. Glad. Good. Joy. Good. Excitement. Good. Anger. Bad. Accomplishment. Good. Positive. Good. Negative. Bad. Fight. Bad. Love. Good. Answer. Bad. Answer. Answer. Good. Yes. Conflict. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? And usually I go off into a story here because I kind of know what I'm going for here. And I, I talk about um, a time I lost a grandfather mm-hmm. or in my grandmother and, and a grandfather. I've, we have one grandmother left. Um, and I'll tell the audience if I'm doing a presentation that I felt really sad there. Mm-hmm. That was that bad? Well, no, I think it's it, it was um, relevant to the situation. And yeah. then I'll say, but wait, what did, what did we just say? <laughs> right, right? You see right. what we do there? Yes. But I can say in the moment, right? Absolutely. Um, tearing up and having tears, even at the funeral, right? I can be like, oh, I got to hold it back. I got to toughen up. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I'm got i going to get through this. You know, all those things too, right? Because we automatically label it as bad. And we do the same thing. We did it with conflict there at the end and intentionally placed it at the end because most of the time we label conflict as bad, not as something that's going to find us an answer, right? right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's kind of an eye-opening thing. The first time I seen it done, I was like, wow. Ouch, because I did that too. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It was like, ooh. That's why, right, we need to give ourselves pause. We need to expand the gap between our thinking and doing a lot of times. You know, so that's why we 
teach mindfulness and you know grounding techniques and things like that so we can give ourselves pause to um find a different answer yeah yeah so how many times would you say that you teach a skill related to grounding a day oh my goodness um i've been using that much more often so i'd say anywhere from two to four depending yeah. on yeah my flow and how many people i'm seeing but yeah much it's picking up yeah 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 and there's lots of handy dandy little um acronyms to help us with that right when we're most susceptible to that automatic response is mm -hmm. we use the acronym HALT, and maybe you can talk a little bit about what HALT means. <clears throat> you know, the first is H, and that's hungry, right? Why would, why would that make a difference? Well, when we're hungry, I think, um, you know, we're irritated. There's all kinds of um, things that it does in our brains and our bodies, right? And it again it grabs onto things <laughs> it does yeah right? <laughs> it pulls it all together right yeah yeah absolutely second one's a and sometimes we can be hangry right and the a is the angry. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that one fits me pretty well <laughs> I, I have that yeah <laughs> that feeling quite frequently <laughs> but anger what does anger do to that automatic response oh anger i think Anger can take us to so many places. Um, mm -hmm. We can become um, loud. We can isolate. We can become um, animated to where we're um, moving about, throwing things. It can just change the trajectory of all kinds of things, right? We can pull others in. Um, but, yeah, anger also has various um, um, characteristics, if you will, that come along with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the last two are lonely and tired. Um, and those are, you know, two things, too. Like, we automatically throw a bunch of armor on and say, let's go to battle, right? Yeah. Because if I'm lonely, um, I'm definitely going to lash out when people are trying to attack me or I perceive things as attacks. Um, same thing with tired. We're not going to do as well when we're tired. I'm not a nice person. <laughs> At night, in the middle of the night, if I get woke up, right? <laughs> and I really have to give myself pause sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so those are things Hangry like... Angry and tired. <laughs> right. Angry and tired. Oh, dear. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> right. Here it comes. <laughs> but those are, you know, those are just, it's a handy ac acronym to say, okay, we need to stop. And maybe we need to do some self-care, figure out what's going on, because those are cues within ourselves that are saying, hey, we need to meet some different needs before, you know, we can talk about, you know, doing the dishes or laundry or whatever it may be, you right. know, if that's what we're arguing about. Yeah. The last one is um, star. And to be a star, I always tell my clients, you have to stop, think, act, and reflect, right? Um, because not every action is going to go as planned. And then we need to reflect. And the reflection process is something that we try to do ourselves and um, teach with journaling practices, too. Yeah. yeah. And I think the stopping, um, especially like in some of, some of the grounding techniques like you brought up, right? I've had instances where I've worked with younger children previously, and they would um, get very uh, worked up and be um, yelling and just 
combative with maybe another teacher um, and a student in the room. And so, of course, they would be trying to get the student to leave the room. And if I would come in, right, the first thing I would tell the student to do when we stepped out in the hallway would be to let your butt hit the floor, right? Because yeah. you're just stopping, right? You're touching, right? You get that sensation. Um, but it automatically, almost always, their mouth stops, right? Now they're yeah. thinking, right? Right, right. And so, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, that's a great, great thing. Yes, yeah. yes. I should have had that tool when I was working with adolescents, <laughs> for sure. But sometimes, yeah, you do. You need to, like, let's let's hit the ground first. You know, my, my go-to was start with where you want to end right so pay attention to your tone and and all those kind of things and the language you're using right if we match them then you know it's like a who can outdo the the next person game so right yeah yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> anything you would want to add you know before we get into the conflict of um pursuing our goals and talking about that conflict that sometimes happens. I think um, something I want to address with conflict that I've dealt with a lot recently in terms of those that I've been working with is conflict within the family. Um, and just remembering, right, um, if this is you out there, if you're having some conflict within the family, remembering that, um, you know, again, what, what Josh and I have said here today in terms of maybe stopping and pausing um, yeah. and letting yourself and the other individual or individuals have space um, because these individuals are important to you, people you care about, sure. and and trying to gain that perspective um, on their side, right? Trying to, to see where they're coming from and hopefully they're doing the same, right, with right. you. Um, but just remembering because, you know, it can get pretty intense within the family system and we grab others who we try to pull on our side to prove that right or wrong oh, man, thing sure. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so again, just, yeah, really taking some pause and, and giving um, a second thought in terms of that. For sure. Yeah. Kind of like see the human in front of you. Absolutely. Like recognize that a perspective most all the time is constructed, right? And we need to understand that. But at the core of it, you know, it's a human in front of you. Right. You and know. what's really important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. For sure. So how you doing on them goals? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, I knew we had to talk about this today. And I, that didn't really motivate me to <laughs> To do any better on my reading goal. Um, yeah. So I haven't done any reading, but I did, however, touch the book and take a picture of it and send it to a friend. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Just to get like, uh, like, look, I'm going to read this book. <laughs> Ran into a friend and talked about my goals and oh, right mentioned on. this book and couldn't remember the title. And so when I got home and thought about it, took a picture and sent it <laughs> right but right that's all i've done with it for oh, the week so. neat well maybe she can join you and you have a little sort of book club together <laughs> yeah that was kind of the idea and that was maybe i can yeah receive some um encouragement <laughs> because i'm struggling with reading yeah. um even though like i said last week i am enjoying the book um awesome asserting myself more i think that you know, I haven't done a good job in terms of tracking it. I said I was going to keep it written down in my planner, and I know I haven't done that. But I, I, I do believe that I have been assertive in terms of um, the verbiage I've used in certain areas. And um, I've done that, I think, both at work and at home. Um, as I've said before, I'm a mom. That role is changing, but my daughter is 18, and I've had to assert myself a bit more with her. Oh, sure. um, 
and reminding her that, you know, while she is my daughter and will always be my baby, she is also an adult. And so, <laughs> yeah, right. Allowing them to make decisions is a hard, hard thing to go to. Yes. <laughs> um, and at work, you know, just being able to say things um, and not maybe shy away from things. And so those are things I'm working on. But so I did better yeah. in that area than the reading. <laughs> right, right. Because there's lots of factors when it comes to saying something, just any conflict, right? Absolutely. It's part of asserting ourselves too. And it's not a bad word either. A lot of times assert gets that bad label too. It does. Yeah. It does. And especially yeah. as a female, right? Yeah. You got to make sure that um, indeed we fit certain um, characteristics as well in certain circles. So yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Play. I feel good about assertive this week, so. <laughs> right, right, that code switching that we talked about. Yes. Yeah, so Josh and his goals, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think with the eating healthy, I, I've done really well good those five days. I really need to, to include the weekend um, and my evening meal too, because mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's the time where I, I struggle. So maybe that's March on, you know, because I think my first check-in is March to see how I'm doing. Now for the exercising and the physical well-being, um, thankfully we have Lashana, you know, right here with me. So she helps tremendously in getting, I think I'm probably averaging twice a week. Hey, um, that's all I'm, right. I'm not at my three. So really I'm going to have to extend that a little bit because next week is March already. I know. Wow. <laughs> Crazy, crazy. Yeah. And really probably when this podcast airs, it'll be March. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but baby steps, right? That's right. Baby steps. So two that's times right. a week. Okay. That's progress. Yeah. Yes. I set my alarm back for five o'clock and I'm, I'm adjusting to that and waking up to that now. And now I just got to do the next step and, and head downstairs and get on those exercise machines who aren't doing it for me. So <laughs> I got this bike and I'm like, okay, I'm going to exercise because I got the bike and it hasn't done it for me. Well, yeah. That didn't come in the instruction packet? I guess not. Right. I guess not. But okay. it is about that commitment, right? <laughs> just, just go for it. Assert yourself, Josh. Assert myself. <laughs> right. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then mindful breathing. Uh, I've been probably around three times. I'm not quite up to, um, well, three days per week is what my goal was. I'm just looking here. Um, so I'm about, about right there by March 1st. So Okay, nice. Um, and the days I do it, I notice a big difference. Wow, like, that's great. A lot, yeah, yep. And, and I kind of gauge it off the mood. There's a, there's a calm meditation that I do, and then there's a um, focus meditation that I do. Um, and I'm pretty certain I have ADHD. So there's certain mornings where my brain is really scrambled and I do the focus meditation. It does slow things down and help me. Um, and then the other days where I'm kind of feeling a little bit agitated or irritated because maybe I woke up late or whatever it may have been, it seems to work uh, to calm me down and, and things of that nature too. So, um, and then the day goes better. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. All right, so that's all for today, and join us next week as we discuss boundaries. I'm Josh. This is Lashana. Stay authentic, well, and empowered. <laughs> <laughs>